2: Welcome back to the new, slower edition of uh, Supreme Radio. Um, As many of you know, who are friends of mine on Facebook, um, something took me down. I was unable to get out of bed on Tuesday. I feel marginally better, but I feel well enough to come in and do the show. So you're going to have to be patient with me uh, if it sounds like I'm hesitating to say things because I'm sure that my brain isn't functioning as well as it should. We have a great show planned for today. Uh, my co-host, Dr. Jeff Galini, is going to join us in just a moment to talk about something that is very unfortunate, and that is that they are now detecting pharmaceutical drug- drugs in well water. Yikes. Are we not safe anywhere? And then Joel Green is going to join us during the second half hour to talk about, is there some magic in eating your oatmeal uncooked? I had a question for Joel, and it turned into a show, and we're going to share the information with you. Of course, I have to thank All-American Pharmaceuticals Pharmaceuticals and EFX Sports for their title sponsorship of the show and remind you that you can get six of their top-selling products absolutely free by going to superhumanradio.net, clicking the EFX banner ad, entering your name and address, and paying a nominal $5 and change charge for shipping. Because Doctor Jeff believes that no one should pay buy anything until they have tried it first, and he puts his money where his mouth
0: is. This is science for humans with Doctor Jeff Galini. How you doing, Doctor Jeff?
3: Good man, a little better than you, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I I'm willing to bet you are. I, I can't if I stand up, I get dizzy. Oh wow! I mean, you know, the, the truth is that. If I worked for somebody, I would have just said, "Hey, uh, I'm going to stay home today." <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's the problem with Someone once said to me, "Do you ever think you'll sell your business?" I said, "Well, only if I could sell it with me in it." <laughs> How do I sell this? <laughs> How do I sell this?
3: Yeah, I hear you.
2: So, anyway, but uh I'm I'm thankful to be able to get out of bed. I couldn't even get out of bed yesterday. I I it was the weirdest wow. feeling. I've never been that <clears throat> sick before. Never. Never. So, Thank God it only lasted, uh, lasted 24 hours.
3: Good deal. Hope you feel better, brother. Yeah.
2: So anyway, interesting discussion. huh? Uh, there was an article yeah. that you and I read this morning, and it said small amounts of pharmaceutical drugs are being found in a north-central Pennsylvania rural well water. And this is just the beginning. This is just the one that they tested there. Um, they found, of all things, naproxen, which is an anti-inflammatory drug, uh, caffeine, um, sulfamethylmethasone, anti- it's an antibiotic, ol- olfaxacin, uh, and a couple other things. And, you know, we, we already know about this in tap water, right? Right. What does it mean when but it's in well what? water?
3: No. It, well, I'll tell you, I have been researching this for some time, and it's not just Pennsylvania. Um, it is showing up all throughout the country and what the EPA and the FDA, and then they've got some new something task, drug, whatever division. Um, number one, you know, our septic and our sewer uh, systems were not designed to filter out drugs, and they have no way of doing that right now. That's there's no, uh, nothing in place. So the high rate of people, number one, dumping their prescription drugs down the toilets is very, very high. Now, a lot of places like Ohio have put in mandatory um, drugs um, reservoirs where you come and you deposit your expired drugs or unused drugs, but, you know, come on, that's a hassle for people, dump it down the toilet. Well, uh, there's still going to be,
2: but there's still going to be a problem because a lot of these drugs pass through your urine unfiltered
3: completely well that is the other thing is the high amount of people taking prescription drugs in urine and waste um again going down the sewer system but you know that's only one thing one of the things i found out is that um the epa has fined a lot of pharmaceutical companies for improper disposal of waste
2: oh man now
3: now let me uh, let me get into this because here at aap you know we're we 're considered a small waste disposal uh, company now we don 't make drugs, but you know when we 're working in the lab we 're doing um, testing, we have certain things that are classified as as certain types of disposal when we 're running steroid screens, we actually have steroids that you know are going through the system and coming out, so we have to label those, monitor those. They go into separate tanks, and then a professional disposal firm picks them up now It's very expensive; you know we only produce probably a total of maybe fifty gallons every six months, and that's two or three thousand dollars to dispose of that, but it's dependent upon the employee to monitor that. There's nobody that comes in and monitors that we are doing that properly. So this is what's happening with the drug companies is you have some employee uh, not trained well, um, trying to cut some costs because they're on a budget. Um, Things get washed down the drain, get, you know, dumped down the toilet. Um, So again, improper disposal from drug companies is going on too. And they're claiming they're going to increase the fines, but how many of these drug companies have they not caught yet? Until something shows up in excess, you're not going to know. Then you have to figure out, well, where did that come from? But now but they're but from- finding even chemo drugs and, you know, even the pharmacies are dumping things. I mean, it's, it's, it's a global thing that's happening. But now think of this.
2: Um, forget about municipal water treatment and that system and cycle for just a second. Right. In order for these things to be showing up in well water, in ground water. It has to be coming down in the rain and being absorbed by the ground. Now think about this for a second. So we already know that it's in tap water. They've been talking about that for a long time. So those big um, municipal treatment plants and those big reservoirs, they're open. They look, I, we have one very close to my studio. People run mm. around it. They run around the, uh, the the outside of it. It looks like a track. Right. Well, that water evaporates all day long. It goes up, it gets caught in the clouds, and then it rains and it comes down. And it it comes down all over the the, the ground, not just in one place. That is then right. absorbed into the ground and that becomes part of the aquifer process. That becomes part of groundwater. Right. So there this stuff is so rampant that it's actually being evaporated to some degree and coming down in rainwater and being this is shocking to me. For it to be showing up in well water, this is like, okay, folks, we can't crap on the planet much longer and expect to live on it.
3: But I'm telling you, it isn't just – I mean, obviously the rainwater is one theory, um, but you're looking at disposal. I mean, come on, tell me that some of these companies aren't dumping gallons out into the ground, you know? Um, Oh, I see
2: what you're saying. I see what you're saying. uh,
3: Into uh, the garbage, you know. uh, There are certain things that are allowed to go into the medicinal dumps, not prescription drugs and drug residues. How are they cleaning? Where are they washing this? You know, I mean, again, millions of dollars. So how many of these little companies are just going out in the backyard and dumping it into the grass?
2: Now I understand. And that's how it's getting into well water, you're saying. Interesting.
3: Very because, again, I have, a, I have a well out here, you know, where I live, and, you know, we're finding nitrates and nitrites. Now, I know where it's coming from. It's because I live in the middle of farmland. They spray. And if people don't understand what a well is or an aquifer, water comes from the top. It filters down through the ground and the dirt and the gravel and then ends up in uh, the underground systems. But not everything is filtered out. You know, going that way. So, again, you have a, a high concentration of chemotherapy drugs, or, you know, they're finding steroids. I mean, all type of stuff um, in the groundwater. You know, again, that's high concentration. You know, I don't believe that's just coming from, you know, something evaporating from the medicinal. I system. see what you're
2: saying. Okay. That makes a lot of sense then. So, you're saying they're dumping this stuff out in the ground. Sure, it's going to get into groundwater. Absolutely.
3: Well, you look at the amount of Roundup that they spray uh, glyphosate just in my neighborhood. You know, I have alfalfa all over the place. They spray. I have corn. Um, I've talked to the farmers. It's gallons. Now, what shows up in my my, um, water system, my aquifer, is milligrams. So it takes a lot of contamination to filter down through because... The earth is one of the best filters ever. That's why, for the most part, you know, these aquifers are so pure, if not polluted. So, again, you've got a lot of stuff going in <laughs> in order to get down into that wow. you know, those wells. That's amazing. And, and, I, and
2: I know that you have well water, but you've installed a, a system in your home to filter the well water, right?
3: I did. So, you know, if you use a, a very good RO system... Um, you will be able to filter out those particular uh, particulates. But, again, you've got to test that. You know, again, my chemistry background, you know, I'm probably too anal about, you know, what comes out, but I have zero. I've filtered out all the nitrates. I've filtered out all of the excess minerals Uh, To the point, because most filter systems aren't sophisticated enough to say, well, just filter out the drugs and live the minerals. Yeah, if they're the same molecular weight, right, exactly. Yeah, so when you get to, you know, an RO, this is an advanced RO. It's similar to a DI, a deionized. It basically filters everything out of it. But, you know, that's what you have to do to be able to drink it because you don't want to be drinking uh, any amount of, you know, these contaminants. Now, I haven't found any drugs or anything like that, um, but you know hopefully there's nobody dumping drugs up here but again we have lots of you know pesticides and things
2: yeah that you have to worry about in in commercial agriculture um yep. i want i want to take a quick commercial break and when we come back i want to talk about the, what's the proposition that's being passed in California right now prop 65
3: yeah they have a new uh um a new act that went in for uh at the end of this month but it all has to do with uh prop 65 it's the safe harbor act but it has to do with water so
2: okay let's talk about sure that thing. when we come back stay tuned you're listening to science for humans we'll be right back
4: Who ever heard of a supplement company that lets you pick the products they make and sell? What you have now, we are All-American Body, a factory-direct supplement brand proudly brought to you by All-American Pharmaceutical. Don't pay more somewhere else. You can get the same or even better products directly from us. Now check this out. All-American Body is a brand about you. Tell us what to make next so you can save big. Go ahead and request a specific ingredient, you know, arginine, citrulline, vitamin D, a product type or category, keto, greens, naturals, herbals, nootropics, and even a specific branded product or formula. We'll either copy it exactly or make it even better. And best of all, it won't cost anything close to what you've been paying, period. And if we do end up using your suggestion, you'll get the first bottle absolutely free. We'll also give you full credit on that product's description page. You'll be famous signing autographs and people asking you to take pictures with them wherever you go. So head on over to allamericanbody.com right now. That's allamericanbody.com and make your product request today. All American Body. Crazy savings. Insane results.
2: What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one you'd be dreaming right well you're not dreaming head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one not two but six of their top sellers that's right six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to efxsports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's efxsports.com.
1: Hi, I'm Ashley Grace, co-founder of HM Company. Hemp CBD improved my life so much that I started Hemp Company to help others naturally feel better. You don't have to have had a severe brain injury like me to benefit from Hemp Company products. If you're struggling to feel better, calm your brain, or better deal with daily stress and want to do so naturally, please try Hemp Company products. Search Hemp Company and use code SHR for 20% off and free shipping.
2: to redcon1.com that's r-e-d-c-o-n the number one.com or go to superhumanradio.net and click the redcon1 banner ad today hey this is carl start your day just like i do with a high dose lipospheric vitamin c from live On labs you too can benefit from live On labs lipospheric delivery system no more pills or powders that's outdated technology Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com.
5: Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake. But you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert. But this is no ordinary dessert with 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, These bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars.
0: Spit that out right now. This is the Superhuman Channel.
2: Welcome back to the low-energy version of Carl Lenore. This episode of Science for Humans with uh, my co-host Dr. Jeff Galini, who's bringing all the energy to the podcast today. Um, <laughs> so, what, what exactly is Proposition sixty five? First of all,
3: I, I didn't hear. I so, never heard of it. Well, California is is a wacky state, anyhow. Several years ago, they decided they were going to clean up the water systems. Now, you know, we're kind of back talking a little bit more about munic- uh, municipal water, but it's always the same. So, they put this Prop sixty five in to encourage companies to. Eliminate, um, heavy metal contamination. And if not, you're supposed to put warnings, uh, cancer warnings or reproductive warnings. Um, of course, California never enforced it, so the trolls came in, suing everybody, you know, and it went from, it was designed for water, you know, the city waters, um, but it went into food, supplements, Um, plastic bags, you name it. You go into California, everything has a cancer. I I know, it's so funny, right? Starbucks, you go into the grocery store, because lead, at the levels that they are saying are dangerous, are ridiculous, 0.01 parts per million. FDA um, USP safe limits are 10 parts per million, um, up to like 30. So again, it's ridiculous. Um, so, what the lovely state of California then decided? Well, let's you know let's make this a little stronger, you know, because you know these trolls are now suing supplement companies and food companies, you know. Let's make sure we now include them. So the Safe Harbor Act was kind of the Prop sixty five add on that the great people of California approved, I guess. And guess what? They now put exemptions in. So if your company has 10 or less employees, you're exempted. You can contaminate people and kill them. And if you are the municipal water systems, you're exempted. The very thing that it was designed for. That's bizarre. Isn't that crazy? Well, especially because the
2: whole idea is to protect municipal water.
3: Yeah. And it now has nothing to do with water. Um It has to do with everything else. I was in um, a tractor supply store the other day uh, looking for um, just some plastic tanks, and these tanks had the cancer warning, the Prop 65 warning. So companies are are in... um, It's like
2: they're taking it too far. These tanks are probably not going to be used for drinking water, right?
3: No, mostly they're used for fertilizers, spraying. You know, so so, so like what?
2: I mean, it's so silly. It's like, why would you bother <laughs> putting a warning on something that clearly
3: is not going to be used to 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 eat or drink? And then Starbucks has to put the cancer warning on because guess what? They use city water, and the water doesn't comply. So now you walk into Starbucks, and it says warning. Um, uh, This product may, uh, I don't know exactly how they label it, but it's this product may uh, cause cancer, and then you have to put lead, um, you know, and if it's below a certain level, then it causes reproductive harm. I mean... That's bizarre. (laughs) How silly is that?
2: That's so bizarre. That's crazy.
3: Uh, You know... So pretty soon they'll have to say that, you know, these things contain steroids and chemo drugs and caffeine and whatever else is in the water system, and even if they start pumping a well... Could you imagine what the wells in California would contain?
2: Oh, man, especially in California. Because, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, but California has a very, very large agricultural uh, population. I mean, it's amazing.
3: It is. I mean, the majority of, uh, like, uh, one part of California is the world's largest date producer, Bakersfield, um, they've got a couple things up there that they produce. But, yeah, I mean, you've got flowers, you got, you know, fruits and vegetables all come out of California because of the weather. But anyhow, that's kind of what's going on out there in the well water. What can we do about it? Well, <laughs> I don't know, brother.
2: I mean, it's it's scary when water um, becomes so contaminated. It really is. Yeah. Uh, like, what, you, what can you do? You can't do anything once water becomes contaminated. you got, you got to drink water. I mean, you could stay away from certain yeah. foods. There's no doubt about that.
3: But you can't... You the can't... best is... No, the best is for people to get those filters on their tap. And, you know, if you have a well, you know, I, I don't think any well water is good. And it's a shame because my well water is alkalized. It's about 7.5. Nice calcium, magnesium a um, little high in manganese, but not for drinking, and then nitrates. I'm like, man, I got free alkalized water here. I could be bottling it up and selling it, but... Isn't you know, that
2: sad? And you got to take the minerals out just to make sure that you get all the other stuff out.
3: And, you know, drinking RO water actually dehydrates you, so, you know, you have to drink bottled water just to get some of the minerals <laughs> back because there's nothing in there. You know, when you drink uh, something without, it, it actually works more of a, like a diuretic
2: that's amazing that's amazing, yep. yeah um, i'm sorry i 'm a little low energy today, everybody i just my, my head is just not with me, but anyway um, what uh what's going on over at the EFX Anything exciting yeah, what, what's this what's right one now, year what's this one year anniversary thing that I saw on Instagram the other day
3: yeah, so that's a store out in Toledo, Ohio called Bullfrog Nutrition. And uh, Paul Callahan has been a big fan of EFX. Um, their store does really well with our products. And then he also helps to distribute products in Ohio. Um, and he's got a lot of good connections. He's got his own uh, brand that he sells. So his one-year anniversary, you know, he's got Jay Cutler coming. He's got a bunch of people. Um, and, of course, um, I'm going to be there. Good opportunity. I'm going to be able to, to visit my family and stuff. I haven't been back there for a few years. Oh, how I don't cool. know show up at his store, you know, which is a couple hours away. Um, although last night, some I told some of my friends I was coming back, and they said, oh, did you know we're having our class reunion the weekend before?
0: Oh. <laughs> uh,
2: are you going to be able to go, and, and, and I guess you can't go the weekend no. before?
3: No. Dude, you should no. go. You know
2: why? Because you're probably in the best shape of all the people that you went to school with.
3: You know, I went to the last one ten years ago, and yeah, I didn't recognize any of the people uh, you know. It Boy. <laughs> but oh well I can't go the weekend before, so I'll have to see as many people as I can. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's all. That tell them to come the tell years, them to come but...
2: down to the store at grand opening and, and yeah. shake hands. That's all.
3: Yeah, that's what I am. I got all my books. I'll be out there book signing and you So know, you're kinda... gonna be so you're gonna be there what weekend? Um it's the uh, August eighteenth on Saturday. So if you're out in the Toledo or Ohio area, um it's in Sylvania, which is uh, just a suburb of Toledo, um check out you know, either Bowfog Nutrition or, you know, my my postings, and I'll let you know where I'm going to be and what time, and love to, to see you, sign some books, catch a picture with you. Plus, Jay Cutler and a bunch of other, you know, top men and women pros are going to be there. Um, so he's got about five or six uh, celebs that'll be in, uh, in his store.
2: When Jay Cutler shows up at a, an opening of a Bricks and Mortar supplement store. Yeah, literally, there are lines going around the block to get a picture with yeah.
3: him. It'll be busy. It'll be busy yeah. with him there. So,
2: yeah, he's a winner. When Aaron Singerman decided to take a shot at the Bricks and Mortar supplement store with Boca Nutrition in Florida, mm-hmm. he had excuse me, he had Jay Cutler come out, and I'm telling you, the line was as far as you could see, just waiting to sign, yeah. uh, get an autograph, and a picture with him. Was amazing.
3: He's a good guy too. He's very, uh, very friendly, and he's humble. Um, very humble. Know, yeah, yeah, humble, not standoffish. I mean, you know, it's what athletes uh, should be about. So, yeah, I got you. That that's the God's honest truth. All right. Well, uh, I promise I'll be uh,
2: more All enthusiastic right. next show. How's that sound?
3: That sounds good, man. Uh, get better, brother. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye.
2: We're gonna take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're gonna be joined by Joel Green, and he's gonna tell us. A little story about oatmeal. Have you been eating your oatmeal the wrong way? This all started from a funny question, and I texted him. You'll see more. You'll hear more. Stay tuned. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right, six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try just cover a small shipping and handling fee and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to efxsports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's efxsports.com.
4: Who ever heard of a supplement company that lets you pick the products they make and sell? What well, you have now, we are All-American Body, a factory direct supplement brand proudly brought to you by All-American Pharmaceutical. Don't pay more somewhere else. You can get the same or even better products directly from us. Now check this out. All-American Body is a brand about you. Tell us what to make next so you can save big. Go ahead and request a specific ingredient. You know, arginine, citrulline, vitamin D, a product type or category, keto, greens, naturals, herbals, nootropics, and even a specific brand. Branded product or formula, we'll either copy it exactly or make it even better. And best of all, it won't cost anything close to what you've been paying. Period. And if we do end up using your suggestion, you'll get the first bottle absolutely free. We'll also give you full credit on that product's description page. You'll be famous, signing autographs, and people asking you to take pictures with them wherever you go. So head on over to AllAmericanBody.com right now. That's AllAmericanBody.com, and make your product request today. All American Body, crazy savings, insane results.
2: There are a few products that I believe believe in the way I believe in Cansee eye drops. I've been using Cansee for 6 months now and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is I've been using Cansee eye drops for 11 years now and I credit Cansee eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. Cansee eye drops improves the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse Canse Eye Drops. Go to WiseChoiceMedicine.com and learn about how Canse Eye Drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today.
0: Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenodrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenodrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with a little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenodrex, the world's
2: one Go to redcon1.com, that's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number 1.com, or go to superhumorradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner
5: ad today. Ever feel like you want something crunchy? From the company that gave us the Quest Protein Bar, now comes the Quest High Protein Potato Chips. With 21 grams of high-quality protein and only 5 grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients. Just like Quest Bars, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest high-protein potato chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied. Thanks to Quest Nutrition, chips just aren't what they used to be.
0: You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready.
2: It's funny when thoughts start running through my mind. Sometimes they actually have meaning to them. So the other day, I was thinking this thought. I thought, you know, I wonder if cooking your oatmeal, especially in water, like most people do, they boil it, um, is actually doing the opposite of what you want it to do. And what I mean by that is, you know, we we'll hear all these things about soluble fiber and how it benefits uh, a variety of different things. But, but aren't you saturating it when you boil it in water? Or isn't the fiber already saturated with water? And would it be better to eat the fiber or the oatmeal raw? and of course, I thought about texting some people, and the first people came to my mind they were actually dietitians, and I thought, nah that's this is not a question for them. This is a question for Joel Green. So I texted Joel Green, and what ensued after that turned into this show. How you doing,
6: Joel? Hey Carl, I'm doing good, man. I'm having my oatmeal <laughs>
2: uh, it's, yeah, so I texted Joel this. The other day, he texted me back a picture of his bowl, and he said, I just had raw oatmeal. And that's how this discussion started. So first of all, my original thought may not be accurate. Um, The idea that by boiling your oatmeal saturates the uh, fiber to a degree that you're really not seeing all the benefits of eating this fiber. you think there's any truth to that at all, or am I really off base on that?
6: No, it's 100%. You're dead on.
2: Okay, so so um people eat uh, rolled oats, they eat uh uh steel cut oats. Obviously rolled oats lend themselves uh better. And by the way, I use the same organic oats that you eat uh from Trader Joe's. Uh but rolled oats lend themselves to being easier to eat uh, without getting them stuck in between your teeth like <laughs> like steel cut oats. Um what what else does it do for you when you eat raw oats
6: <clears throat> um quite a bit i mean it gets to really it's it's kind of easy to understand uh there's a, there's a couple of um this taps into a lot of different ideas but basically Let me give you some examples to um, just make it real easy to understand. So imagine that you pulled up a potato from the ground, just right from the ground and ate it, just right like that, okay, versus cooking it. Now think of the difference. Um, Think of the difference in terms of like chewing it and the effect on your body. You know, the the first thing to note is if you did that on a regular basis, you'd get ripped. I mean, you'd get out, and there are people who do it. Um, And the reason is, when you heat fibers, you are breaking those fibers down and you're changing the actual structure of the fiber. And the easy way to prove it to yourself is just take like some raw steel-cut oatmeal, um, put some water in it, and just and start chewing it and watch what it feels like on your tongue and watch how long it takes to chew it and just watch how long it takes to get it to a place where you can swallow versus oatmeal that you've cooked. So somewhere, somehow, some energy has got to get injected into that food to get it where it can pass into your stomach. And it's either going to be you uh, chewing it and masticating it, or it's going to be some device that you put it on and, and heat it up. But it, one way or another, some energy's got to get into there. And when you heat it up, you you, you introduce some profound changes to the, the fiber makeup that are just super easy to understand with the example of, of a potato. Like take a raw potato versus a baked potato, and suddenly you get it. It makes sense. It's, it's huge, huge difference. Yeah, well, just from the mastication point by itself, when we attended
2: the the, the brain trust at Quest recently, there Man, were was there just- were two uh, 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 not dentists. What do they call them? Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm having a, a brain fart right now. But there was uh, two um, orthodontists. Thank you uh, there who have pioneered an area of orthodontics that no one's paying attention to, and that is that by Chewing, masticating, changes the bone structure of your face and the width of the airway and the, ch- the shape of the roof of the mouth. And this is being lost in our population today. And this is part of the reason why we have people who have collapsed palates and we have people who one side of their face is dramatically different than the other because they've spent a lifetime chewing on one side of their mouth. Uh, th- and, and this is, this is legitimate stuff because they actually took people. And they had them sleep with bite guards on at night, just eight hours a night. And literally in one year, their faces completely changed. Like they went for plastic surgery, but
6: they didn't, right? I mean, yeah, it was, it's funny you say that. I was just thinking of that. Um, yeah, it, you can – so, I mean, Coral and I are part of a little club of people that um, is in some pretty rarefied space. And we see some of the most advanced things in the world on the very cutting edge of what is now possible – And what is now possible, and I've seen it, Carl's seen it too, is you can take a 70-year-old guy and by simply reintroducing um, uh, torsion forces in the face, in the bone structure through chewing hard foods like like raw, raw fibers or, you know, things of that nature, that you can regrow the bones of the face and take a 70-year-old guy and make him look 30. And and this is no joke. Like we've seen it done. And you can do it simply by – introducing something that's been lost which is what we've lost is we just we all chew soft foods and um it turns out that chewing hard foods is a gene activator it activates the genes of the the bones in your face to make them grow and so what you see over time is you see these swollen sort of sunken in cheekbones and puffy eyes and all that it's a result of not chewing hard foods
2: and and in fact the changes in bone structure go all the way up to the brow all the way up to the t- above the eye. I mean we we saw these uh images before and after images of people's skulls. And it, the, the 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 bone growth was a, a noted it was a, a noticed in the area above the eyes, above the temples. That, so that's how far reaching these changes go to to restructure the the face. I mean you could call it a a facelift in a year uh if you wanted to. And, and in fact um Ron Penna sent, sent me a gift for my birthday. He sent me some of this, uh, mastic, uh, gum mastic from, from Greece. And chewing this stuff is very, very hard, but I've become very fond of it. And the first time I chewed it, I thought to myself, there's something very primal about this. Like you have to bite down on it and grip it with your mouth and then you have to push down through it and The muscles in my face have grown dramatically from chewing that stuff. It's just amazing. I can only imagine what it's doing to the bone structure as well.
6: Yeah, um, it's funny. After our conversation, uh, that particular summit at Quest, and for listeners, we had a – uh, Carl uh, Ron Penna at Quest put together like some of the some of the uh, best minds that he could find, and we all came together and and everybody shared a bunch of ideas. And what, this is one of the things that Carl and I saw. Hey, Carl, I just texted you uh, the pictures from that event. So the the seventy year old guy and and the other guy that um, that we saw. But um, so what we uh, what we one of the things that is missing, and you know, keep in mind we're we're trying to find what's missing. We're trying to find the equation uh, to create sort of the optimal human physiology. Is that we have taken away uh, torsion forces in the face that come from chewing really hard things. And when, Going back to our show looking at um, indigenous cultures, if you look at any indigenous culture and you take a look at like the way the teeth are used, you'll see this tearing and rending and, and really hard chewing that goes on a lot. And so I went and talked to another dentist after that event. Who's really into this and he is super into this stuff. And what he told me was that absolutely that one of the drivers of childhood obesity is chewing soft foods and that there there are experiments now when you get children, um, not chewing soft foods from the time that they are, you know, little infants where they're not even, you know, they're not even breastfed anymore and they're just chewing like soft foods. Um, that there are some profound differences in terms of of childhood obesity, and it comes from chewing. That's
2: interesting. You know, so it's, uh, we've made it. Uh, if you if you look at it, our natural progression has been to make the acquisition of food and the uh, actual consumption of food easier and easier and easier. I would imagine if we keep on this path, that you know, four or five hundred years from now, we will probably just hook up uh, something into a vein and just get our food that way. And Probably uh, a thousand years later, we'll start seeing humans without mouths or something without teeth entirely. I mean, really, if you if you take the whole uh, if you take the whole uh, Wall-E uh, uh, approach to right. future progressions, you know, we right. won't need teeth anymore because we won't be chewing our food at all. We'll just be getting it intravenously.
6: It's it's pathetic. Um, so there's <clears throat> basically the way I look at it is this: there's an equation about energy that the human. Body has to deal with no matter where it's at, and the an equation um, has to do with the amount of energy that you expend in any given day to get food versus the amount of energy and the rate yield of that energy that you get from the food. And modern industrialized civilizations tip that uh, energy equation towards um, weight gain. It used to be very hard to gain weight. It used to be that right. It used to be heavy people were considered to be rich. Right nobody could get heavy. Um, it was very hard to get food, but the equation got tipped and changed. And so one of the things that my, my area of focus is, is finding, um, finding non-time intensive ways to flip that equation back the other direction. And so some of these things that I do like with, uh, with fibers and, and carbohydrates, the sin of eating carbohydrates is restoring some of these things that have been lost. And when you look at like, um, there's, there's actually some pretty cool research on this stuff when you look at like the the fiber content in um, things like oatmeal and you look at the difference um, it, it gets it gets super fascinating so first thing to think about is that the the number research proven number one thing that ages you after age 45 number one is insulin. Number one thing. And so it's the production, it's the amount of insulin you make, and it's how insulin sensitive you are, and th- that's the number one thing that ages you, principally because it activates the IGF one um, pathway. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a there's a theory of aging called the um, signal pathway paradigm, where uh, there are some some researchers who have been able to calculate linear inputs down the um, the IIS pathway um, correlate one to one with aging, and if you can if you can. those inputs down then you age much better and the principal way you do that is by getting insulin to work better. And then when you look at the sets of tools that are available to make insulin work better, it turns out that certain types of fibers and grains uh have profound effects on how insulin works. So there's some really good research looking at um taking cooked oatmeal and then adding more um beta glucan to the to the cooked oatmeal oatmeal. And just by adding one point three, I think it's one point three grams of beta glucan to the cooked oatmeal, you get a 20% reduction in glucose area under the curve just by doing that, which you don't have to do. You just, just eat don't it raw. Cover. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Just eat it raw.
2: You're really, yeah. basically what you're doing is replacing the uh, the raw fiber that you just cooked out of it. I mean, that's what
0: you're right.
6: doing. And, and it's so easy to verify for yourself. Like all you've got to do is chew cooked oatmeal. And then try chewing like organic, steel-cut oatmeal and just watch the difference. First of all, you're going to get a, a workout on your face and you're going to be uh, more handsome and more beautiful because you're stimulating the gene activation of bones in your face. But And it's going to take a lot longer to chew it. But the next thing is that you will instantly know the difference that you're chewing something that is – in terms of the substance that it's made up is profoundly different from the stuff you heated up and those differences have massive massive effects in terms of the way your body um, uses blood glucose uses uses insulin and clears blood glucose it's very very different
2: that's amazing now you also said that eating raw oatmeal versus uh, cooked oatmeal may also have some benefits on fat loss so is this what you're talking about right now the 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 mastication process you're actually burning I mean, because those are nominal calories that you're burning. Or is there some other magic signaling effect going on?
6: No, it's actually just – it's really easy to understand. It's just the difference in – it's really rate yield of energy. And so it's it's just the difference in – in glucogen versus insulin secretion, and that's really what it is. So when you take – and again, this stuff is so easy to prove to yourself. Just take some – dip your fingers in like some – in fact, I've got some in front of me. Just dip your fingers in some steel-cut raw oatmeal and just press really hard um, and roll it around. And it's, it's like little grains of rocks. I mean right. it's really hard. So to get any energy out of this – Is is not easy and takes a long, long time. So, your body actually has, if you break it down, let's say that you let's say you burn two thousand calories in twenty four hours. At the end of the day, it's really simple what you're trying to do. You're trying to let's say you weigh two hundred pounds and you take in two thousand calories a day. Your first goal is you've got to heat a two hundred pound bag of water to about ninety eight degrees. That takes a very predictable, fixed amount of energy to do that, and then that. You can, you can literally calculate out, like, the rate yield per minute of energy that you need to get, you know, like the calories per minute. You can calculate that out. And then when you look at the rate yield of energy from something like like uh, organic steel-cut oats and you look at, like, well, how fast am I getting energy back from this versus the requirements, you're getting very, very close to sort of this optimal range where your body has to keep pumping glucogen trying to raise your blood sugar. And when your body does that, you burn fat.
2: Mm, interesting. Wow. So something as simple as eating raw oatmeal could have a profound effect not only on weight loss, but also on health. I want to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to pick it up on the other side. We're talking with Joel Green. His website is veep, V-E-E-P dot com. And uh, if you are looking for a way to truly get your diet tuned in, there is really no better website uh, to help you do that than veep, V-E-E-P.com. So check it out today. We'll be right back with more Superhuman Radio.
1: Hi, I'm Ashley Grace, co-founder of H-Hemp Company. Hemp CBD improved my life so much that I started H-Hemp Company to help others naturally feel better. You don't have to have had a severe brain injury like me to benefit from H. Hemp Company products. If you're struggling to feel better, calm your brain, or better deal with daily stress and want to do so naturally, please try H. Hemp Company products. Search H. Hemp Company and use code SHR for 20% off and free shipping. That's H. Hemp Company and code SHR.
2: Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You too can benefit from Live On Labs lipospheric delivery system No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing.
0: you'll gain with it. Mitochondrial uncoupling is the holy grail of fat loss. Making
2: mitochondria work harder raises body temperature and metabolic rate without the jitters of stimulants. Now there is an over-the-counter mitochondrial uncoupler that will let you shred your body down to the last pounds of body fat. It's Trojan Horse. This is the supplement breakthrough of the decade. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Trojan Horse banner ad. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your order today. BlackstoneLabs.com. Trojan Horse.
5: And click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars.
0: If you suffer from abdominal bloating, relief is here. Introducing.
5: Atrantil.
0: Developed by a board certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why.
5: Atrantil.
0: Works while other remedies don't. In clinical trials, 88% of bloating sufferers who use prescription medications with no relief found.
5: Atrantil
0: relieve their symptoms and it's available without a prescription because
5: Atrantil
0: is made from a patented molecular combination of botanical extracts it's not a probiotic plus it's natural vegan gluten-free and non-GMO
1: ATRANTIL
5: A-tron-t-il.
0: AtronTeal. teal. Even the name is proven to make you feel better. Go to LoveMyTummy.com and use code SHR for 10% off. That's code SHR at LoveMyTummy.com. LoveMyTummy.com. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch.
2: Welcome back. We're talking with Joel Green. Talking about changing something up and eating your oatmeal raw. Now, is it still eating it raw if I just pour some milk or add some kefir to it? I'm just not cooking it. That's still good, right? Joel, did I lose you? Uh Uh-oh. What happened here? Joel, can you hear me? Joel Green, I can't hear you if you can hear me, Joel. I mean, it could be me. Yeah, let's just call them back. Hold on. There we go. Okay, that's better. Is, hey, Paul. is is it still it's still raw if I just add some kefir to it or something like that, right?
6: Uh, well, yeah. So you, what you have not done is uh, you haven't heated the fibers up, right. um, and so it's the heating of fibers that where you break down some of the longer chains, and then by adding you know things like milk or. Um, Kiefer to it then you change other things but in terms of the basic function of of the fibers themselves no that's that's the same and by the way this works for a lot of different kinds of carbs it actually works i, I do it with lots of different kinds of carbs but uh some of the the net effects of doing things like this is that <clears throat> when you look at research on different types of fibers and the benefits of all these different types of fibers what you're doing is you're essentially just Keeping, you're getting more of those uh, beneficial compounds that are already in the fibers, things like aerobinaxylins, the beta-glucan, the venous sativa, those types of things.
2: But there's a a large uh, group of people out today promoting uh, some research that shows that if you cook a potato and then refrigerate it before you eat it, more of the sugars in the potato turn into uh, fibers. Are you familiar with that?
6: Oh yeah, um, we've been doing it in my V program for about a decade. Okay, so
2: that is a valid way to get a lower glycemic index uh, impact from from say a potato, right?
6: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you just simply um, and, and the research is valid. I've actually looked at quite a bit of um, research on this, and it's uh, it's super simple. It's just just let things cool down about ten minutes with potatoes. You need about ten minutes. Um, There's other tricks that you can do Um, in my Veep and Transcend system. We have all these hacks that we use for fast food. So when you're out and about – Um, there's just different things you can do with different types of foods and fibers that are available to cool them down rapidly. And we have all these really fun, like meals you can make that are like fat loss bombs. Like, like we can take anybody, anytime, anywhere and go, Hey, let's go into this fast food place. We'll assemble this. We'll make sure we cool all these fibers down and then watch what happens. And then, you know, I always get these phone calls two, three hours later, like, Oh my gosh, you're just burning fat like crazy.
2: Um, so what about what about the, the the idea that eating a raw potato may not be the greatest thing in the world because there are a higher degree of anti nutrients in there, and that's really just in the skin. Should you peel a potato before you eat it raw?
6: So when you say anti nutrients, are you talking about things like lectins, or a little more specific? I, I don't. I don't know. I've always
2: heard this thing that humans shouldn't be eating raw potatoes because they can make you sick. Is that a, an old wives' tale?
6: Um. I, to be honest, I haven't looked at that particular one a lot. I, I don't. I don't eat a lot of raw potatoes. I, I let them cool, um, so I'm not quite sure. But like, but it'd have to be something specific for me to answer it. I know with regard to lectins, there's sort of this, um, there's this mythology that's floating around today about lectins and plants, and you know, and how lectins are bad and all this stuff, and it's not based on how things really work.
2: Okay, so let's um, t- let's talk about that because uh, Dr. Grundy came on my show. In 2016, I think it was, to talk about the plant paradox. And many, many years ago, I had a a woman from Reno, Nevada, named Crispin Sullivan come on and warn my audience about the dangers of lectins, uh, that they are these somehow hidden bad actors that we find in legumes and and other things. So it sounds to me like you're saying lectins probably aren't all that much to be worried about.
6: Um, So... So, when you dig into this, and I 've dug into it pretty extensively, um what you find is that there's kind of the the high level sort of perception, which is the it's sort of the again the magical good bad black white thinking you know it 's like, oh, you know um, plants are good, fats are bad, you know yeah, um, right. you know you get the the good, bad mentality, so when you dive into that, it turns out that um actually lectins work as key signal mediators for very specific types of bacteria. And so when you're talking about very specific types of food that act as substrate for very specific types of bacteria, um, then lectins can be absolutely essential signal mediators for very specific species of bacteria. And then for other species of bacteria, um, they can also function in a way that mediates signals that are not so good. So it gets out of this general thing of lectins are bad and into more specifics of like, well, what species of bacteria are we talking about? What particular types of food? Um, in the case of, like, say, bifidobacteria, um, the lectins that are associated with mediating um, signals back and forth between the gut and 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 bifidobacteria and different members of that family are actually very beneficial.
2: Wow! See, it's never—it's nothing is ever black or white, is it? It really isn't.
6: No, it's not. I mean, it's—it's it's always there's always um, there's always nuance, and there's always. Uh, There's always just levels and levels that you can dive into. Um, I got into this talk with Ron Pena the other day, a couple weeks back, about we were just kind of both marveling about the complexity of the way the mitochondria are maintained, and you know the maintenance of the mitochondria involves all this uh, back and forth with the nuclear with the nuclear DNA. So the the code to make the mitochondria is in the mitochondrial DNA, but then the code to maintain the mitochondria is in the nuclear DNA. <laughs> and there's this incredible back and forth that is so fascinatingly complex that it's just, it's not as simple as, as we'd like it to be. It just not. Yeah.
2: So I guess the takeaway from this interview is that people should start considering eating their oatmeal raw. They don't have to eat, um, they don't have to eat the, uh, steel cut uh, oatmeal, because that, that, that is like eating little shards of stone, um, to a certain degree. Uh, they could probably eat the, uh, the rolled steel cut oatmeal where they, they cut it first and they roll it, uh, and they just break that husk for you. And, uh, that seems to be a little bit easier for me to eat raw. Um, but definitely eating it raw sounds to me like it could have some profound benefits.
6: Yeah, I think they're, they're – I mean I can personally attest that they're fairly significant. Like you, you get you get the benefits of all of the things the research says are beneficial uh, without having to supplement them. And I just go back to the energy equation, which is uh, you're, you're going to inject energy into that food one way or the other. It's just either going to come from you and your body to break it down or it's going to come from a microwave or a stove. And the more that energy comes from you, the more you benefit.
2: Interesting. Very, very Interesting. You know, I, I, I know that the Native American Indians used to feed the elderly people uh, the softest uh, pieces of meat, uh, which we would consider like the filet mignon if you went to a restaurant, and hmm. the young, strong uh, uh, Native American Indian men, they would eat the toughest pieces of meat. And they didn't look at it as uh, something that was uh, uh, they, that they were being treated unfairly. They looked at it as a sign of youth and strength that they could they could eat that that tough piece of meat, and the elderly people couldn't. So maybe
6: there's some wisdom in that. Uh yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, um, when, <laughs> if you if you Google like indigenous cultures and chewing, and you look at that, you'll, what you'll find are pictures of like, you know. People like with pieces of of leather or meat or or something and they're just like kind of you know they're kind of doing what a dog would do right. if it was gnawing on something and <clears throat> there's uh, you know in this discussion there's there's a lot of things we're talking about that are not present anymore there's 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 chewing dense hard fibers there's there's torsion and stress and uh, on the teeth and the jaw and the bones, and all these things uh, it, uh I don't know if you saw the, the pics I sent you from the, yes. uh, the yeah. Human Potential Summit we were at. It's nothing short of astounding when you see the net benefit of this. I mean, like, astounding. I'm going to post that video because the video is amazing because
2: it shows this guy's face change. And I'm going to post the picture, too. The, the, the dramatic changes in the pe- uh, these individuals' facial structures just from changing the torsion and, and, uh, and, and, uh, chewing forces, uh, is profound. I mean, you wouldn't think of this. And now, ever since that, whenever I see somebody whose left side of their face or right side of their face is dramatically different than the other side, I immediately think to myself, this person must have been chewing on one side of their face for their entire life.
6: Yeah, it's, it's astounding what we're unpacking, uh, these days, and, uh, bit by bit in terms of, um, gene activation from external sources and how to really trigger your genetics to be at their maximal best. And it's, it's things that we take for granted. Um, it's funny, I, I do a lot of, um, you know, I, I chew a lot of like uh, uh, raw fibers, you know, different kinds of things, asparagus, stuff like that raw. And so I, I, I spend a lot of force and, and, I, and I notice the difference just uh, facially um, rapidly, When I don't do those things, I mean, it happens fast. So it's really an amazing age. I mean, just the way we're bit by bit unpacking how to take each component of the aging process and and park it. (laughs) Well, don't you think that what we're really seeing is evidence that we cannot
2: ignore some of the evolutionary edicts that have gotten us to this point? Because the past few hundred years are just a blip on the screen uh, compared to the literally millions of years uh, that we have evolved into this being today. And we have found ways to control our environment that may be backfiring on us. The, the idea of, you know, having access to food every second of the day. The idea that we have access to light every second of the day, uh, that impairs our sleep. The idea that we don't have to chew that very hard anymore. Uh, that's now we're seeing changes in, in, uh, the, we see children's, uh, throats, uh, their, their, their windpipes, and the uh, entry at the mouth is changing shapes, and these kids are getting sleep apnea at nine and ten years old. Um, I mean, it's just, it, it, you know, we don't get out in the sun anymore. And now we're seeing the problems that that's creating. It's like, it's almost like we have reached a, a, a point that if we don't start paying attention, uh, we, li- we really could be extinct someday. We really could. Because half the population is literally racing to death's door today.
0: <laughs> it's interesting.
6: Uh, in the book I'm writing, um, what you're speaking to here is sort of a foundational point. And I give you, actually give you credit for it um, from a convo you and I had several years ago at Quest where we were just we're focusing on one element, which was sun exposure. And then um, it just really became evident that it wasn't one thing. It was about 40 different things. Um, and all of those things work together. And uh, in the science literature, there's a word for this it's called the obesogenic environment or the obesogenic habitat and it's it's just the acknowledgement that the net total of the modern fishbowl that we live in is obesogenic it's inherently obesogenic and um it's a um it's a factor that um there isn't any one thing it's about 40 different things and so in looking to um reset things it, it isn't any one thing it's a lot of different things
2: yeah and that's why and that's why it's so hard to tie down because everybody is looking for the black swan they're looking for the one thing that's causing all these problems and the reality is that it's not just one thing and and and, and the sad part is that because it's not just one thing people are discounting everything as playing a role they just you know it, it, because people only want to know just tell me the one thing that i have to do and when you say to them it's not just one thing, it's many things, then they'd lose all patience and desire to fix anything.
6: It's, it's, that's a fascinating um, thing. I encounter that all the time in my business. And it, it's what part of what's driving the problem is it's spawned armies of one thing gurus. And so what you'll find out there is the guru of this one thing. And in, in that guru it really, really needs you to think that it's really all comes back to this one thing. And... And they might even be pretty good with Bio Babble and speaking fancy talk that most people can 't understand um, and I, I've I know some of them, and some of them really don 't know what they 're talking about, but they 're able to bamboozle people but the, the net result of it is that um, what they 're saying isn 't true it might be good for them to um, you know get a career and, and and be able to you know appear on different different shows and talk about that one thing and how that one thing is the cause of everything. But it's not. And uh, I think that Netflix documentary, What the Health, was a big example of that where they, were, they managed to cobble together some doctors who were really trying to say that the one thing was animals. That's really it. It's, 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 you know, if we could just stop eating animals, my gosh, we'd be better. And and it's not the truth. It's just simply not the truth. It's not one thing.
2: I know. And you're right. And, and, and actually, what worries me the most is that now, because because we've had so many one things that didn't work now in order to the noise level in that category is so high that now the one thing is becoming more and more absurd and you can't get followers anymore if you can't get the followers who are looking for the one thing any longer unless your one thing is the most absurd thing that anyone's ever heard and I'm not going to mention any names but You know, there are guys out there talking about drinking your own urine. Uh, Well, well, look. So we just did a show with Zod Zod Chow uh, the other day where we went back to talk about Kekwick and Pawan's early work in the in the early fifties. Kekwick and Pawan, they were the first scientists to talk about a calorie is not a calorie, and they did a series of really good studies. Back then, we didn't have DEXA. We didn't have a lot of things. So a lot of their research is discounted because we didn't have all these other things, and there's questions to be answered. But what they did find out was uh, they put uh, – and, and, and the thing I do like about their research was they used a the metabolic ward where they kept people in the <laughs> metabolic ward. And they had women who were uh, were required to eat 80% of their calories from carbohydrates, uh, women that had to eat their calories 80% from fat, and women that had to eat their calories 80% from protein. The only group, and they want isocaloric diets, maintenance level diets, and the only women that gained weight were the ones on the carbohydrate diet. And the, the and while the fat dieters lost more quote unquote body weight, the protein dieters lost the most fat. But they also gained or maintained muscle. So their losses net weren't really that great, but they were better than the carbohydrate dieters. And there's something to be said about that. You know, to maintain muscle is a, is a blessing. But so um, Dr. Pawan actually did some of the early research on urine, uh, metabolites of urine. And what they, what he was focusing on was, uh, was, was uh, re- re-administering the ketones that are found in urine. And we know where that's going now—the keto keto diet and all that sort of stuff. But now today, there are actually people out there that are recommending that people drink their own urine to lose body weight. And my fear is that, you know, it, it's gonna it's gonna become so absurd that we're gonna have people selling parasites pretty soon, and and a parasite restoral kit. So you take this parasite and once you lose all the weight you want, then you take this and it kills the parasite, and you'll you know you you'll have lost a lot of weight because. Because if you're not absurd with your recommendations today, you're not sexy. You're not cutting edge. You're not going to get anybody's attention.
6: You know, it's funny. um, This explosion of One Thing Gurus, um, it's interesting. It looks like like you and I have been at this game a long time, a long time. And so what we've seen is that um, there's really only one thing that, that you gauge and that's over time. That's the only way you know anything works is over time. And what you see is this, this just explosion of people who really since maybe 2012, maybe the last five years, you know, are in this game now. And a lot of them are like really well credentialed. You know, they had good credentials to begin with and, you know, Hey, um, being a GP probably in the funnest thing in the world, but Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe I can write a book. (laughs) Right. And so they find a stump subject and they write a book and they they write a book how it's all the one thing and they jump into this game. And the truth is that um, a lot of what's going on is really hurting people because it hasn't been played out long enough for the one thing guru to know that it's not the one thing and and that in the long term you're probably creating more problems than you are solutions. And it just hasn't played out long enough for them to understand that. And that's really the truth. That's really the truth. So um, it's an important thing to look at is like how long you been at this game <laughs> because um, there was a, just a, a lot – in fact, there was a thread in, in, your, in your superhuman forum the other day about um, time-restricted feeding that um, I chimed in on which had to do with like you know people are jumping on that bandwagon of time-restricted feeding and I just chimed in with, yeah, it's called Ramadan fasting <laughs> by another name and there's lots of research on Ramadan fasting um, and it's not good most of it um, so how so how is that how is that different than
2: than uh, intermittent fasting having a you know stopping your your food intake at six pm and not eating again for sixteen hours
6: um so we have all these words that we've come up with for um with respect to how often we're gonna eat with respect to time right your body doesn't understand those words your body knows one thing it knows that When you deprive it of food for extended periods of time, your body has one word for that. No matter what word you want to stick on it, it's called starvation. And your body has several genetically programmed responses to adapt to chronic starvation. So whenever the body is being deprived of food intake over regular periods, um, there are benefits. There's There's absolutely benefits to fasting. Um, there's, there's tons of things that I work with in our protocols that have to do with that, but there's also, there's also some very large downsides. And so when you look at like what's called time-restricted feeding or just confining your food to a certain number of hours in a day, that's been done for centuries. Um, in Muslim populations, they've done it. And when you could just go talk to Muslims who do it and what they'll tell you is a lot of them actually struggle with weight gain after Mm. it. And it's because, so When you are in this chronic state where um, blood glucose is low and the body's trying to adapt to that long term, then you've kicked into play uh, a, a giant swath of hormonal domains that have a counter response to what you're doing. And it's no different from, you know. Um, if, if you were going hungry, it's the same hormones, it's the same profile, same everything. And so what you're doing over time is you're upregulating those hormones. And so what you'll find is a short-term benefit, long-term complications. So short-term benefits from time-restricted feeding and things like that, as you, you notice these benefits, it's great. But what happens over time is all the compensatory mechanisms to starvation begin kicking in over a period of years. And you actually make the problem worse. And so I, I just posted some research links in your forum showing you know, issues with um, Muslim populations that report actually weight gain during Ramadan fasting because they get to the evening and they just pig out. Right, Right. And they eat more because they've spun up the counter-response from the adaptive... And I
2: I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, oh, well, they're just eating more. That's the problem. And your, your desire for food and its consumption is hormonally driven. And those hormones are designed to keep you alive. And so if you're pigging out at night, it's because your hormones are telling you you're starving and this is food and we better eat as much as we can because the way things look, we're not going to get any more till tomorrow night.
6: Well, there's this idea that's been completely lost. And as an industry, the weight loss, health, fitness, have all gotten away from what's really true. So what's really true is that the body – is designed to keep you alive and that you're a mammal. That's what's really true. And when you look at mammalian eating, uh, which includes humans, it's hardwired. There are hardwired controls uh, into the system that govern uh, about 40 different control points. So it would be leptin secretion. um, It would be all the gut hormone secretion. It would be all types of remodeling, back and forth interactions that happen between The adipocyte and the immune cells that are inside the adipocyte and outside the adipocyte in response to reduction of fat, all these things work together. And the body's long-term reaction is that whenever it is deprived of hormonal domains, it overcompensates the other direction. And so you have a short-term benefit, long-term problem.
2: Yeah, and and you know, the the idea that, uh, and and so, so just so everybody knows that, I am not just somebody who just sees things one way. For a long time, I have trained fasted, and I have observed a 16-hour window of fasting up until last week. Last week, I decided to switch back to something that got me the healthiest and the strongest I had ever been. And and quite frankly, that's how the whole Mm -hmm. discussion—excuse me, (coughs) though. the whole (laughs) discussion—excuse me. (coughs) I can't wait to be better. The whole discussion about oatmeal came up because one of the things I love to have in the morning is oatmeal uh, and eggs. And so I have been eating before training. I get up an hour earlier than normal so that I can have a meal in me before I go to the gym. And it's been through me by at least an hour and a half before I start lifting. So, you know, I am not a zealot about anything except what seems to work. And I'm always looking for what seems to work because what works sometimes changes depending on your body so you have to pay attention
6: Um, I'll tell you my story with all this Um, and it's why I'm it's why why I do what I do so in the late 80s a company named Champion Nutrition um, started uh, they didn't have meal replacements they had what were called metabolic optimizers and it was kind of the forerunner of the meal replacement and a company called Champion Nutrition was putting quote unquote MCTs the fatless fat in their products and so you know, I was a young, um, I was a young guy. Uh, you know, caught up in the fitness in the fitness craze, and you know, like a lot of guys today, just looking for anything that worked that wasn't a steroid. And so I started learning about MCTs, and you know, because because they put the fatless fat, these fats that don't make you fat, on on their uh, label, and I was like, wow, that's incredible! Wow, fat that doesn't make you fat. How's that work? So I started looking into this, and they didn't have the internet at that time, so you had to really dig if you wanted to find anything. And right about that time. Uh, Vince McMahon came out with a bodybuilding federation, put everybody on keto diets, took them off drugs. And so the keto diet kind of had a shot. And so MCTs and the keto diet actually, actually had their first bump at things in the late 80s, early 90s. And it, 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 um, I experimented around with that kind of stuff. And right about that time, um, uh, Metrix came out and Metrix was the first meal replacement and Jeff Everson um, had an article in a magazine where he said, "I'm just eating. I'm just eating in the evenings, and then I'm, I'm just fasting and doing metrics." And so I started doing that. And it, you, what you would call that today would be intermittent fasting and time restricted feeding. Right.
2: Right.
6: So I did that, and I got ripped to the bone. For like, I mean, I was like, I was a, I was a competitive track and field athlete. So, like, at the peak of track and field competition, I was really low body fat, super low body fat. But I got pretty close to that. I mean, I was ripped to the bone. Everybody wanted to know what I was doing. It's like, dude, how'd you get so ripped? What are you doing? And it's funny because a friend of ours, Yemeni Mesa, was the (laughs) was the the front guy for metrics at the time, right? (laughs) And Yemeni's got a whole story he could tell you with that. That's pretty funny. But regardless. So here's the thing. This lasted for almost five years. I mean for almost five years, I was ripped to the bone. So if you'd have asked me any time during that five years, <clears throat> and the modern equivalent of that would be to say that I got into this at in 2012, I would have said, dude, let me tell you something. Time-restricted feeding, intermittent fasting is the shit. You got to do it because it works. Look at me. <clears throat> and then here's what happened. Right about the four or five-year mark, I got hit by this great train of uncontrollable eating and I just I'd never had problems eating and next thing you know I was just I just couldn't stop eating and what I personally experienced was this long-term cumulative effect from things that had to benefit in the short term but my body was over time essentially building up a resistance to and I did not know what I had done I had no idea what hormones they didn't even exist we didn't know we didn't know about PYY PYY came out in 2000, and I had this longevity website that I was reporting on science about called Monster Nutrition, and I was just – I was really trying to figure out what I'd done. and In hindsight, I know what I'd done. I had created this long-term compensatory adaptive starvation response to years of doing that, and the long-term was really a pain in the butt to fix. I mean it really caused issues long-term. And so there were short-term benefits, but the long-term, which is what really matters, actually made things a lot harder. That's kind of my story with that.
2: Well, you know, and I think we all—if we all pay attention long enough—most people don't stick to anything long enough to really figure anything out for themselves. Um, and I and you know, I really think that what it comes down to is you cannot. We, we tend to go too far one way or the other. It's like I'm not going to eat it all or I'm going to just eat everything. You know what I mean? It's like it's so hard for us to just stay in the middle for some reason as a as a population.
6: Completely. Yeah. And and that's it's always this sort of grab grab trying to gravitate towards the next extreme. It, it's really just the concept of extreme dieting by another name. And 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 we ever since there's been a modern civilization, we've been doing extreme dieting and and it's just kind of every 5 years, you know. In the in the 70s or 80s it was Atkins, and then it was a grapefruit diet, and then it was. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. I know, right? It's just so simple. It's like the grapefruit diet. Really, you're just going to eat grapefruits and nothing else. I mean, <laughs> well, that doesn't even sound works. healthy.
6: <laughs> well, it does work, dude. That's the crazy thing. We know the science now. Like, oh, it's well, it's naringin and nucatone. That's why it works. It does work. Um, but, like you said, to your point, it's it's an extreme. It's like this one thing you're doing.
2: So wait a minute. Why does why does it work? <laughs>
6: Uh, well, it turns out grapefruit, and we actually use it a lot in my in my Veep and Transcend system. It's highly functional. Um, grapefruit has a couple of compounds in it. That, Naringin, um,
2: right? I thought the magic was Naringin.
6: Uh, it's two. It's Naringin, which is a natural AMPK activator. And then it's Nucatone, which actually targets brown fat, actually targets the receptors of brown fat.
2: Interesting. So yeah. it does pay to eat grapefruits then? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, the stuff really works. (laughs) Damn, I got to go buy grapefruit now. Oh, man, I stopped eating them a while ago because I thought it was all bunk.
6: No, it actually does work. There's really good research on it. Um, But again, so here's the danger with this kind of thing. And in my book coming out, I I think I put this to bed for good. But it's really that it's never just the what by itself. It's never just like the one thing. It's never just like, oh, my gosh, vitamin D, that's it. It's vitamin D. That's all we got to do. Right. It's never, it's just grapefruit. That was the secret all along. It's never that. Right,
4: right.
2: (laughs) No, it's drinking your own urine. That's the secret. Anyway. um, Yeah, because then when they put you in a mental institution and they feed you, you'll lose a lot of weight. Um, Listen, uh, it's always great to have you on the show. His website is veep, V-E-E-P dot com. If you don't want to be surprised why grapefruit is actually a good thing to eat, like I was just now, maybe you just need to go to the website and sign up. V-E-E-P dot com. Joel, thanks for being here today, brother.
6: <laughs> thanks, for all. Great, great time. All
2: right, talk to you soon. And uh, that's it for today. I actually got through the show without passing out because I really feel dizzy. And I'll see you tomorrow.